Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Whatever Makes You Happy podcast. I am your host, Paige Boyning. Today, I am bringing on one of my favorite people as a guest. I wanted to bring this person on because she is such a light in my life. Always been there for me, whether I'm in boys situations or just life situations and even legal situations. She's the best. She is also my neighbor. We live in literally the same building, which we call the dorm. She's a very loyal person, loving, positive, and would bring a lot of joy to this podcast. I would love to welcome Liz. Hi, Liz. Hi, Paige. Hi. Thank thank you for coming. I'm so excited (laughs) that you're here. I'm excited to be here. Okay, so I like to start off my podcast with a little bit of an update. Okay, you guys, this is bad. I am literally in love with this guy. I don't think he loves me back. So that's my update. I don't really have any other updates other than I've just been working a lot. And go follow off Leashed on Instagram. Liz, what are your updates? What is going on in your life currently? All right, so I am still obsessed with the same guy, so nothing new there. I'm still yes. blocked on everything, except recently I've been unblocked on Snapchat. Oh so. my gosh, progress. We, have we love progress it. There. We love to see it. <laughs> <laughs> but really, out of all things, why is it Snapchat? <laughs> if I had the answer to that, I would have gone to a way better law school than Hofstra. Um, <laughs> I also today spent the day walking around the Upper East Side looking for my little sister's um, first New York City apartment. Oh my God. Really fun. That's so exciting. I am so excited for her because I wish I could go back and like re-move into New York for my first time and like have the best time ever. I know. Me too. She's going to have so much fun. She is. Um, And then on top of that, I just recently got a new landline. Um, so this is my Panasonic phone. It's cordless. And I love that for you. I also have caller ID, um, obviously, because I'm paranoid and think that someone was tapped into my phone line. So if you want to call me, hit me up on this, people. We love when guys tap our phones, don't we? <laughs> Always great. All right, Liz, let's start off with a little bit of a background. Tell us a little bit about yourself. So I was Born and raised on Long Island. Um, I actually, fun fact, have never, ever left New York. Oh, my God. We got to get this girl on vacation. <laughs> I've never lived anywhere else, and I never, ever will. Um, I am an attorney. I graduated law school a little bit over three years ago, and I have started my career as a prosecutor in the Bronx, and I now am a criminal defense attorney. Damn. Did you always want to be an attorney? I actually did. I grew up with both of my parents as attorneys. My godmother is also an attorney. Um, And we definitely won't be getting into my daddy issues, but... I've always wanted to be exactly like my dad. Oh, my God. And he was a criminal defense attorney uh, all throughout my life. That's iconic. Your whole family is iconic. And then your sister wants to be an attorney, probably. The little one, she just took the LSAT, so that's been a lot of arguments through the household, but she looks like she's on her way there, so. (laughs) I love that for her. (laughs) So what makes you passionate about what you do? Why do you like to be an attorney? So I always really looked up to my dad and how he helped people and changed a lot of people's lives with what he did. And I always wanted to be able to help people and help them get through struggles because a lot of lawyering is just 
basic life problems that you know takes some kind of specialist to get through why people trust my advice I don't really know um, <laughs> <laughs> but that's really what drives me is being able to you know help my clients get through a troubling time yeah and you obviously help your clients you help people at work and you help all of your fucking friends because everybody <laughs> comes to you for legal help and legal advice including myself <laughs> She's good at what she does, you guys. <laughs> but isn't that true? All your friends come to you. Oh, yeah. The phone rings off the hook. I mean, now I try to only give the landline out to certain people. But we'll be in the middle of the night and people call me like, the cops are outside. What do I do? And I'm like, don't open the door. Don't talk to them about me. <laughs> Oh my god, literally, we were gonna get shirts for her birthday that says, Liz is my lawyer, and I think we should still do that because she still. is my lawyer, she's my attorney. <laughs> Everybody's lawyer. Yes. Okay, so on one of my earlier episodes, I speak about how confidence is literally like the number one aspect you need to be successful, and I feel like you exude confidence, and you're just such a confident person in general. What do you think is the number one aspect or trait or skill that you need to be successful? I think passion is probably the most important thing because yes. I think that anyone can be naturally as talented as they can be, but you need to have passion, um, hard work and motivation in order to bring you to that next level. Absolutely. Um, so I would say passion. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're not passionate about what you do, like you don't really do a good job at it. You know, you have to like what you do because this is your life. You know, you have to enjoy it. <laughs> Something that I preach a lot about is manifesting and goal setting. Do you believe in manifesting? Oh, yes. I mean, I, we talk about this a lot. Yes, I think we both. We do. <laughs> we mostly talk about it both. Yes. <laughs> We very much live in this futuristic world oh, and God. I think it's because we're both really motivated and we're both very career driven and I think, you know, a reason that we're very close and very good friends is because we relate to each other and that we yes. literally live in the next world. We're yes. always on the next step. Like when yes. I was in law school, I was picturing what I was going to be doing in the courtroom. When I was, yes. you know, a DA, I was picturing what I was going to be doing to defend clients. Mm -hmm. It's always just been for me, um, you know, picturing what comes next that mm -hmm. gets me there visualizing and stuff like that yeah I think like manifesting and like looking into the future is so good for your mental health but me and Liz tend to talk about manifesting like on a day daily basis <laughs> we we do picture the future and pick out our million dollar homes that yes we can't afford yet <laughs> yeah. eventually we will we will eventually we will be doormates in a million dollar house <laughs> Not in the Should we talk about why we call this the dorm and why we're dormmates? Yes, we have to. <laughs> okay, so we live in this building. I'm not going to say the name because that's weird and creepy. But um, a lot of our friends live in the same building. And we go to each other's rooms. We call each other the dormmates. <laughs> it literally is like friends where you picture Ross busting into yes. Monica's apartment. Um, that is truly how we live. Mm -hmm. I mean we randomly will have dinner together yes. if there is some crazy issue we go vent to each other in mm -hmm. person 
we definitely go steal each other's clothes like we are nearly 30 and we are still acting like we are in a college dorm I kind of love it though I love it like I would be so lonely without you guys you and Emily for sure they always cook me dinner and make me feel like I'm not so lonely oh my god speaking of I need to make sure this chicken isn't burning over there oh yes (laughs) what is the number one thing on your bucket list or what is something that you really need to accomplish in this life so I would honestly love to try a uh, criminal case with my dad as my co-counsel. Um, I think that one of us would definitely end up in the Hudson River by the end. <laughs> but I have to say that is my number one dream in life. <laughs> oh, no, wait, that's so fucking cute. I would love to be in the stands for that. <laughs> yeah, hopefully you will be. <laughs> I think the number one thing on my bucket list is to make enough money to be comfortable and like enjoy life and end up going back to Africa and help the kids there because that was when I was the most happiest was in Africa. I want to build an orphanage there. I think that's the number one thing on my bucket list. Besides that, a house in Malibu would be nice. (laughs) (laughs) I'm terrible. Okay, so now we're going into the hard-hitting questions. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm kidding. Ready. I'm kidding. <laughs> what makes you the most happy? And I already know what she's going to say. Liz is going to say, sitting on her counter on the phone talking to her friends. <laughs> so I was going to say, in general, I would say friends, but I mm-hmm. do love sitting at my table drinking red wine and talking on the phone now it's the new house phone which is great (laughs) um but I love talking to my friends I love going into deep conversations and having realizations about my friend's life or my life or anything you know going on um that's probably (laughs) my favorite activity to do yeah I could have called that one Every time I, like, waddle up here and open the door, Liz is on her phone like, okay, gotta go, my neighbor's here. (laughs) Every time. (laughs) Never fails. If you see me, I'm probably on the phone. So (laughs) I have everyone's number memorized just in case I forget it or have to get a new one. I will know it. (laughs) I'm dead. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so what are some things that you do in order to have a stable mental health? Um... Me that <laughs> I ask myself that every fucking day and I don't have an answer. I'm like, well, the answer is nothing because I'm very unstable. But um no, in order You to- seem more stable than me, so that's why I ask you. I hold it together. I got a good poker face over here. Um no, I definitely uh would say that what keeps me mentally stable is reading. Um I'm a huge bookworm mm-hmm. and I think um, you know, especially reading older books from the 20s or Mm -hmm. the 30s um like Fitzgerald Hemingway those uh those writers really keep me grounded and keep me focused on the basic things that are important in life um and I think they have some pretty good lessons that I take with me all the time so I would say reading and then Mm -hmm. also writing um a lot of people don't know this. I always write it on a legal pad. So if you've gotten a note from me, you know what I'm talking about. But I definitely write about my feelings and my thoughts. Um, I make random lists or write down random thoughts that I have always. So I would say those things keep me sane, oh, sort of. I love that. That is like such a healthy, like, what is it? Ca- coping mechanism? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That is, like, so healthy. What would you say that your favorite book is? Oh, 100% The Sun Also Rises. Okay. Ooh, I love this question. What is some advice that you'd give to your younger self? 
I would say not to stress so much, um, not to put so much pressure on myself. Um, mm-hmm. Because I think growing up, I had this idea that I had to be perfect. And, you know, I had goals of when I was younger, I was a cheerleader. My goal was to win nationals. I put everything into it. Mm-hmm. Didn't really live a normal childhood. In law school, I wanted to be, you know, number one on law review, top of my class. I put everything into that and didn't mm-hmm. really enjoy it. Um, in college, I was always looking towards law school. And I think, you know, now in my later 20s is really the first time I've kind of just like relaxed enjoyed the ride made friends Mm -hmm. went out chilled um and I think that you know I really appreciate all the moments I've had and the new friends I've made because it was just in a much more relaxed mindset and you know I would love to look back and tell myself like you don't have to be perfect all the time right and in those years it like teaches you so much though you know like you have to go through those times what is a character trait that you respect most in people I would say I respect loyalty the most. Um, And I think that's because that's what I give to other people. Yes, you Um, do. As much as, you know, I'm five foot tall, I think anybody would say (laughs) if they were in a fight or needed someone to defend them, I will be like number one choice. Absolutely. (laughs) Liz is like the most loyal person I've ever met. Like she will cut your head off if you are mean to her friends. But I will. I will. She's very, very fucking loyal. (laughs) Ooh, this is my favorite question of all time. How do you want to be remembered? I think I want to be remembered as someone who changed the world in some way. I love that. I won't even know how to answer that question. (laughs) That is a hard fucking question. I mean, if anyone's listening, I did not get the cheat code to these questions. So these are all my actual... (laughs) I didn't look I didn't let her look at the question so this is yeah this is completely candid you guys oh okay so we me and Liz and everybody else in our dorm (laughs) had a pretty fucking crazy summer we did yes we definitely did what would you say was the biggest lesson from the summer because I feel like we learned a lot (laughs) um mm, yeah (laughs) I would say Definitely keep your guard up when meeting new people. Yes. Because Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people are sometimes lions in sheep's clothing. (laughs) Um, And I would say just maybe be careful what new friends you make. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more to that. Yeah. Yeah, this summer I wasn't drinking, but I still managed to have a fucking wild summer somehow. Um, It was very interesting, but I'm very thankful Liz was by my side the entire time. She definitely helped me in life and legally wise. (laughs) (laughs) Not criminal, though. (laughs) No, I'm not a criminal, you guys. She just helps. (laughs) What is the most valuable lesson you've learned in life so far? In life, I would say... The most valuable lesson I learned is probably from my high school cheerleading coach, who is like my second mother still to this day. Um, Every time we were sitting in the circle waiting to hear the results as to whether we won the competition, whether it was, you know, 
at nationals on ESPN or in a little gym on Long Island, um, she would always say to us, and she was very tough on us, so mm -hmm. you would never expect her to say this, <laughs> but she would always say, um, no matter what happens, win, lose, or draw, the sun is still gonna come up tomorrow. And that's actually I why I have that. a sun tattoo on my oh wrist. My God. I love that. Sometimes, even on my worst days, I feel like it's not gonna go on and then I think about her saying that to me and mm -hmm. that's kind of what keeps me going I love that it's like every day is a new start almost like every day the sun will come back up I'm so wait so what happened last night <laughs> in our dorm yeah in our dorm so actually this wasn't to me surprisingly but our friend Emily <laughs> who is like I she doesn't listen to my podcast so we can talk about this <laughs> So our friend Emily was dating the son of this um, old Jets player. And we call people in the dorm who stay with us, we call them subtenants if they move in and just randomly stay for a while, which we all have had. Emily had a tenant who was the Jets player's son for a while. Yeah. He moved out and blocked her on everything. Oh my God, sounds familiar. <laughs> sounds familiar, but this one wasn't me. Um, she actually wasn't blocked on snapchat because she's too old to snapchat sorry emily <laughs> she is oh just for reference emily's like 30s like so she parties like a rock star she parties like she's our age i love her to death so anyway she had randomly she was laying in her bed and she gets a phone call from the front desk saying that this guy is there and she had been blocked since the summer like the last communication she had was from my phone and I was pretending to be his new girlfriend's landlord kicking him out oh my god <laughs> see Liz is loyal as fuck if she doesn't text it's the you loyalty from, for me <laughs> if she doesn't text you from her neighbor's phone bro she doesn't care enough <laughs> He randomly resurfaced last night and decided to come upstairs. Oh, Our no. doorman, instead of, you know, trying to deter the situation... Our doorman let him up and he proceeded to try to jump onto her bed. She made him sleep on the couch. She Wait, the doorman or the guy? The guy. Oh my God, you guys. Then he <laughs> leaves at five in the morning, but leaves his shoes and his backpack in there, her in her room. So he suddenly is trying to come back up a few minutes later. The doorman... <clears throat> calls her because we have a phone that can call right up the doorman calls her from that she doesn't answer so he calls her cell phone multiple times she doesn't respond he oh then calls God. her work number and teams starts ringing she oh doesn't respond so well, yeah she's sleeping she's sleeping our God doorman proceed to come upstairs with this man and use the master key to unlock her Jesus door Christ. why would they do that because we live in a dorm <laughs> We do. We live in a dorm. Trying to let this man into her apartment, but luckily, I just taught her the trick that my crazy old Sicilian grandmother would never not let me do, which is yeah. double bolt the door. Yeah. So she had it double bolted, and they couldn't get That's in. It's common sense. Like when I tell you, all of us, all three of us, have the weirdest guy issues. <laughs> I am not lying to you. We are struggling, <laughs> but we're loving every second of it, to say the least. <laughs> okay should i tell you guys about the guy i'm in love with yes okay i know he doesn't listen to my podcast so we're fine i think he probably does on his fake account <laughs> <laughs> 
I think he's in love with a bunch of girls. Clearly. That's what always happens when I like guys. But then the guys that like me, I don't like them back. Why? I don't know, because that's my problem, too. Anyone that likes me, I'm repulsed by. And yes! Like, usually like, block them. Literally want to throw up if a guy likes me. <laughs> yeah, I call it the aversion. The aversion? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> As soon as you feel the aversion, there's just no going back. <laughs> like, the guy I'm obsessed with right now, yeah, probably if he started liking me, I'd be like, oh, okay, I'm done. Right. Yeah. So how am I ever going to find a man? Okay, you guys, that is it for today's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. I just want to personally thank Liz for joining. She is my first ever guest, and she did a phenomenal job. Thank you, Liz, for coming. Thank you for having me. Yes, of course. I hope to have her again sometime. Please follow me and Liz on Instagram. Give me five stars. Go follow me on TikTok. I love you guys. Enjoy the rest of your day. Kay, love you. Bye. Kay, love you. Bye. Mwah. Mwah.